Greetings, Seamheads, and welcome into the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rockies-centric podcast powered by Mile High Sports. I'm your host, Anilo Piro, back at it with the latest installment of this podcast on a gorgeous Saturday morning here in the Mile High City. Fresh off the heels of a Rockies 8-6 victory last night at Coors Field versus the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, a lot to dive into from this about this Rockies team at the moment. Um, you know, a big win last night for them, Trevor Story doing his thing as well as Nolan Arenado. So uh, a lot of positives as well as this team, you know, has now starts to trend in the right direction. So some interesting trends that we continue to follow. And if you listen to the podcast that I'm hosting, you know, I'm always really interested with the trends and, and you know, and following where they go and whatnot and, and how that pertains to the team and their trajectory this season. So there are quite a few that have come to notice here in the past couple of days, um, you know, really dating back to that Pittsburgh series. Uh, just a quick recap on that. Actually, you know, before we get into the whole baseball talk, you know, I have to do the promo, the selfish plug. If you want to get intertwined with this podcast, if you like my work at MyLifeSports.com, please do me a favor and follow me on Twitter at MediaByAP and on Instagram at AVP.media. Your your support, your likes, your comments, all that stuff really, really means a lot to me and it helps me grow as a reporter. So um, feel free to give me a follow there again on Twitter at MediaByAP and on Instagram at AVP.media. Would really appreciate it. And then be sure to check out all of our content at MyLifeSports. I mean, between our Nuggets content, our Rockies content, Broncos, all that stuff. We have you covered from head to toe when it comes to Colorado sports. So be sure to check us out at MyLifeSports.com and follow the rest of the crew as well. Um, you know, you're going to have your, your columns, your features, your game recaps, you, you know, your your editorials, all that good stuff, as well as the magazine. Um, and then the latest installment of the magazine is coming out here in a couple weeks. I uh, wrote the cover story for this one about John Gray. I won't say much more than that, but you're definitely going to want to pick it up if you consider yourself an analytic head or if you want to uh, be more become more intertwined with you know, data and analytics as it pertains to the game of baseball in the modern day, you know, because it has had such a rising impact in the game, um, you know, within the past decade or so. So be sure to check us out, Mile High Sports Magazine, MileHighSports.com, and Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340, FM 104.7, for your all-inclusive Colorado Rockies and Colorado sports content in general. So let's get into this podcast, though, guys. So let's start off with that Pittsburgh series. Obviously, it was a thrilling victory last night for the Rockies, Trevor Story, um, with the walk-off against Baltimore, but the Rockies' success, the recent successes have kind of stemmed from this Pittsburgh series. The Rockies managed to go in there um, on the heels of the road, of their East Coast road trip, an eight-game road trip. Um, I believe they were one in four entering that season, and they managed to win two out of three um, against Pittsburgh to kind of come back with some decent momentum here, of course, field. Uh, now uh, embarking on this season-long 10-game homestand. And so, you know, the Rockies had started to put better, you know, bats on the ball and whatnot, putting balls in play, and really have just done a better job of streamlining their offense collectively. And we saw that as well here Friday night against Baltimore. So there's definitely been a little bit of carryover there. Um, you know, although Jeff Hoffman didn't pitch well in the Pittsburgh series, Jeff Hoffman didn't pitch well against Baltimore last night, the starting pitching in the Pittsburgh series for the most part was pretty good. John Gray had a really nice outing as well as Herman Marquez. And Marquez and Gray have kind of turned into the best one-two punch that the Rockies have had within their rotation this season. So, um, and the reason I bring those guys up is because they're going to be on the mound again here soon enough. But, okay, so let's talk about Friday's game. So, the Rockies, you know, defeated the Orioles 8-6 to in incredible fashion. Trevor Story and Nolan Arenado hitting back-to-back home runs in the bottom of the seventh to tie the game up at uh, six runs apiece. And then, you know, kind of a couple opportunities for the Rockies that they failed to come. But then bottom of the ninth inning, Trevor Story coming to bat. You know, his last at-bat was his 100th career home run, uh, which we'll dive into here in a second. But Trevor Story, you know, not afraid of the moment, takes a pitch that he can hit and, and just drives it over the fence in right field, solidifying a walk-off victory for the 
Rockies, a come-from-behind walk-off victory, I may say, um, to start this 10-game homestand on a really, really nice note for the Rockies. And, and you know, this is a really big homestand for Colorado. You know, they're, they're currently sitting at 23-26 and 26 on the season, which is good for fourth in the National League West. So there's still a big hole for them that they need to climb out of. And, you know, this 10-game homestand against, you know, albeit lesser opponents, they have, you know, two more games against Baltimore, a series against Arizona, who's kind of fallen back down to earth, and then uh, rounding it out against the rebuilding Toronto Blue Jays. You know, this is a really good opportunity for the Rockies to not just get past, you know, back to 500, but exceed that, you know, try to build themselves a little bit of a a pad between, you know, a 500 record or whatnot, and and try to get back on the winning side. Because if the Rockies want to make the postseason at this point in time, they're going to have to play well above 500 the rest of the way and this 10 game homestand in my opinion is a very very good opportunity for the Rockies to do that so um, and I tweeted it out last night on Twitter at media by AP talking about how you know this Trevor Story home run this game collectively you know him and Arenado going back to back Brendan Rodgers with the RBI single all that stuff um, this could be you know the jolt the extra you know shot of adrenaline that this Rockies club has been you know needing the past couple of weeks you know not to say that they've looked flat but you know there's no denying the fact that the Rockies have not looked up to par compared to what the expectation was entering the season. You know, Kyle Freeland has struggled, you know, yada, 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 you guys all know. Um, Maybe this game, you know, with the two big guns in the middle of that lineup, Arenado and Story, you know, lifting them to victory, you know, walk-off fashion, all that stuff, maybe this is exactly what the club needed, you know, to get back on track this season. And like I've been saying, you know, this couldn't have come at a better time for the Rockies start of the season-long 10-game homestand. So really good stuff there. But, you know, I kind of alluded to it as well. Trevor Story etched his name into the history book to that 100th home run in the bottom of the seventh inning. He became, and this is a fantastic, you know, piece of, uh, you know, information for him moving forward and a great milestone for him to accomplish. He has become now the fastest shortstop in league history to reach 100 home runs. And he joins two elite shortstops in Alex Rodriguez and Nomar Garcia Parra as the only three shortstops in the game to reach that milestone before playing their 500th career game. So story A, did it the fastest, and B, joins Garcia Parra and Alex Rodriguez um, in an elite company to do that before their 500th game. So story has just been on an absolute tirade this season, hitting 274 with 13 home runs and 35 RBI. Been a really good staple in the middle of that lineup. Um, you know, compliment Nolan Arenado. And, and you know, and the other thing about Story too is he's not a he's not a typical shortstop in the sense that he's quick and he has you know devastating power. I mean, I, I, he's when I, when he's on first base, he's always a, ba- a base stealing threat. And whenever he's in the bot- batter's box, he's always a threat to hit one out of the ballpark. I mean, he is a complete and total shortstop. And you know, Drew Goodman of AT and T Sports Network kind of alluded to it, um, you know, on the broadcast last night that he is an MVP caliber talent. He has the potential to be an MVP alongside Nolan Arenado, and that's what makes the potential of this Rockies lineup so exciting. And, and you know. To do it on the, you know, to be on the pace that story is on at just the age of 26 is incredible and it's historic. Um, so it's going to be really exciting to see how this kid continues to progress. He's, you know, really demonstrated a knack for the game and a desire to be great. You know, we've seen him improve now every single season. Um, you know, he had a rough sophomore sophomore year, but has really bounced back nicely since then. He's cut down on the strikeouts for the most part, you know, and he's upped his batting average, which is really all you were looking for from him. And he plays gold glove defense. You know, he's a fantastic defender over at short. So a complete borderline 5-2 player. That's what Trevor Story is. And that was uh, in full form last night. 
Let's talk about Brendan Rodgers as well. You know, the Rockies made headlines when they called Rodgers up on their on that last homestand, and he, you know he recorded his first RBI in the first game against Philly, and since has been on a four game hitting streak, and that ex- and that was extended last night uh, when he hit an RBI single in the fourth inning. So good stuff from Rodgers. He's had a, he's had a nice double as well. So he's, he seems to be adjusting nicely to the major league level, um, and you know you know for good reason. He he was a top ten rated overall prospect in major league baseball. Um, entering this season, and he was the Rockies' top prospect and has been for you know the past couple of seasons. So um, an encouraging start out of the gate for Rodgers. Really excited to sit down and talk with him and, and and you know try to pick his brain here a little bit. So be sure to keep an eye out for all those stories that I'm I'm planning to write. But you know this is a a kid you know a 22 year old kid I believe that is you know not afraid of the moment and like you know the reason he was called up is because this Rockies team you know need a little bit of juice you know a little up to offensive production. Um, from second base, and he's delivered big time in that facet. Also made a really solid catch last night, um, you know, running down the right field line and eventually ending up in the stands. So, um, you know, he can do it all, folks. He, he as well is a really solid defender with a plus power bat, you know, kind of similar to Trevor Story. So, you know, the Rockies infield with Story, um, Arenado, and now Rogers, you know, is shaping up to be one of the better young cores in Major League Baseball as well. So, you know, all good stuff from the Rockies' perspective. Uh, moving along here, let's preview tonight's game against Baltimore. And, and this is a really big opportunity for Kyle Freeland to get back on track. He will be the starter tonight in Game 2. Freeland has just really not been himself this year, posting a record of 2-5 and five to go along with a 6.02 earned run average. And that earned run average is actually the highest among qualified starters in the National League. So, you know, Freeland has not been in anywhere near, you know, the pitcher that he was last year that ended up getting him um, fourth place in the NL Cy Young voting. Um, um, he's just struggled to establish any form of consistency on the mound. So, you know, against a lesser opponent in Baltimore, this is a really solid opportunity for Freeland to get back on track, you know, especially coming off of this uh, extravagant win last night. So going to keep an eye on Kyle Freeland because, you know, if he can get going along with her, you know, to go along with Armand Marquez and John Gray, the Rockies will actually have a really solid rotation one through three, and it's filling out the back end of the rotation that gets a little complicated from there. But considering how bad the Rockies have pitched, you know, from their how bad the performance has been from their starters you know the ability the hope of, of Freeland bouncing back is something that you have to remain optimistic about because he's a proven starter he, he was fantastic last season and the year before um, so you know you're hoping that he can revert back to his ways and help you know pad that starting rotation a little bit because that's been their Achilles heel so far this season so again Freeland on the mound tonight and Herman Marquez so you know I kind of talked about earlier how Marquez and John Gray are their one-two punch so they got Freeland in game two Marquez in game three and John Gray lined up to start game one against Arizona. Uh, Marquez has just been fantastic this season, uh, especially after signing that contract. Uh, he's 5-2 and two with a 3.38 ERA. And, you know, we've been talking about it within the media, and I'm sure fans have as well, that Marquez is, you know, no disrespect to Kyle Freeland, Freeland and this season is kind of, you know, evidence in this, in this statement. Marquez is the better pitcher. He is more talented, and he is just so polished on the mound for his age. He has that tenacity and that will to mow down anyone in his path. I'm not saying that Kyle doesn't, but there, there's something special about Herman Marquez. And again, we've seen that now for the second straight season, posted a 5-2 and two record with a 338 ERA. So 
all good stuff from the Rockies. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be big, guys. You know this this next couple of games because, like I've been talking about in the pod, the uh, season long ten game homestand has not come could not have come at a better time for the Rockies. They're in need of a you know a little bit of extra juice. They may have gotten that last night. Let's say they finish this homestand with a record of eight and two, nine and one, even seven and three. You know they're gonna be worlds above you know, where they were entering this homestand, you know, after it, if they can manage to rip off, you know, a solid winning record in this in these 10 games. So it's definitely going to be um, an interesting next week and a half or so to see where this team ends up, because if they really want to get back in the postseason conversation, you know, it has to start now. You know, we're very close to June and the baseball season, while it is long, while there are opportunities, you, you know, the Rockies have dug themselves a hole. And I've been talking about on the podcast and in my articles in my life sports that the National League is so much deeper this season than it ever has been, you know, at least in the, in the past couple of seasons where the Rockies have made the playoffs. So it's not going to be as easy. And, and listen, the, the division is a pipe dream. You know, I really apologize to all your Rockies fans that were hoping you might win a division, but the Dodgers are just worlds in a, you know, way, way better than the Rockies. And so that you can kiss that one goodbye. So again, the Rockies will be playing for a wild card spot um you know you want to get in the postseason nonetheless and if they walk in if the rockies want to do that it has to start sooner rather than later and i'm a firm believer that this 10 game homestand could make or break their season so gonna be really interesting um freeland on the mound tonight marquez on the mound to round out the series against baltimore you know walk off victory last night let's see where the rockies go from here guys um but be sure to stay up to date with me on social media follow me on twitter at media by ap and on instagram at uh, avp.media. Oh, I have one question, actually. Let me pull this up. Yeah, and the reason I'm plugging the social media stuff is because I always open my podcast up for questions. we got a couple questions here um, from my Instagram page at avp.media. My good friend Jenna asking, is Trevor Story on the path to becoming a better shortstop than A-Rod? That's a steep question. You know, Alex Rodriguez, you know, PEDs or not, is one of the most gifted all-around players that has ever, you know, been on the diamond. Um, Story is certainly making a case if he can keep up, keep up this pace to be one of the most diverse and, and best shortstops of all time. Absolutely, uh, I don't know if he'll reach Alex Rodriguez's stature. We'll see where the home run total ends up and the, and you know the three thousand hits and all that stuff. But you know, Story is on a really nice trajectory to have you know a Hall of Fame career. I would say um, if he can keep up what he did last season, you know, and carry that over to this season and beyond. Um, another question from Jay Fromm fifty eight: Who finishes with more home runs, Nolan or Trevor? That's a tough one. I'm going to go with Trevor. I, I just think that this is a really, you know, he's been on a really nice pace so far this season. And, you know, we all know that Nolan is a fantastic player. But Story just seems like 2019 is something special for him. He, he's seizing the moment more so than ever before. Um, and, you know, I, I just think, there, like I said, I think there's something special about Trevor's story this season. So I'll go with Trevor on that one. But those are a couple questions that I was able to get from you guys. Um, like I said, I throw up a, a tweet or a Instagram story asking for you guys to submit some questions to the podcast about 45 minutes before I record. So if you want to get an intertwined with that on Twitter at uh, Media by AP and on Instagram at Media by AP or um, no, wait, Twitter Media by AP and Instagram is avp.media. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it for this installment, guys. Be sure to stay up with all of our Rockies content on MyLifeSports.com. Um, if you're looking for Broncos content, Nuggets, Avs, all that other good stuff, we have it. We have you covered there from head to toe on MyLifeSports.com. Radio station, AM 1340, FM 1047, phenomenal lineup, you know, all day, uh, all different programming, even on weekends. So be sure to check us out there as well. I'll be getting myself to Coors Field here in a few hours to cover this club. Uh, that'll be kind of the routine the next nine days as the Rockies continue on this season long homestands. So looking forward to it. We'll talk to you guys very soon. 
Anilo Piro signing off. Take it easy.